on your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Guess who's back? Uh, back again. Uh, Lex is back. Uh, don't tell your friends. I'm just kidding. You should tell everyone to listen to this podcast. Welcome back to Literally Lex. It's me. I'm Lex. I thought that I was going to be having guests on this show, but unfortunately it is finals week or not finals week, but almost finals week. And I just, I'm not trying to stress my friends out. And also, don't you guys want to hear from me and my oracle of knowledge? I just have so much to share. I know I started this podcast and I was like, oh my God, like it's going to be so helpful. Like everyone's going to come on and like share their stories and it's going to be like so peace and like vibes and like astrology and music and faith. And like, don't get me wrong, still totally the vibe here. Welcome all of my vibers. But I said that I wasn't going to talk about my exes or like my relationships or like be petty And to be totally honest with you, after posting a TikTok of a text message from my ex telling me to stop posting about him on social media and getting 10 or excuse me, 100,000 views on said TikTok and like 200 comments from all of these girls being like, yes, queen, we stand like go off motherfuckers don't know how to have like empathy or like take accountability for their actions. I realized that there was a reason that I started what now with Tara and it wasn't to expose our exes. Like, yes, sure. That was a perk being able to like flame them and have them feel like pieces of garbage. Like they made us feel like pieces of garbage was like definitely a perk. Don't get me wrong. But the real reason was so that girls knew that we didn't have to just fucking take it. Like, we didn't just have to get our heart broken and, like, pull yourself up by the brute straps, find yourself again, like, find self-love. Like, yes, self-love is important. I love myself so much that I'm actually, like, obsessed with myself and it's so difficult for my boyfriend to date me. Because, like, he's constantly, like, he can't even compliment me because I'm already complimenting myself. I'm like, oh, girl, you look good today. And, like, I Snapchat him and I'm like, look how cute I look. Like, he can't even tell me that I'm cute because I'm already calling myself cute. That's not the point. The point is, is that, yes, you can find self-love and, like, yes, you can be, like, peaceful with your ex. You don't need to throw shade or be petty. But where the fuck is the fun in that? Like, genuinely tell me where's the fun in that? Like, what joy does it bring you? like being peaceful with them and like having like a relationship, like, isn't it more fun to be petty and to like pick at them? I mean, as someone with two ex-boyfriends and since quarantine, both of them have reached out to me. One has decided to, um, tell me to stop posting on social media. And then I went TikTok famous. So funny how that works. And the other one decided that he was going to text me. He's been blocked for a year, mind you, because it has been officially one year since me and my frat daddy ex broke up. So yeah, my ex, other ex has been blocked for a year, my high school ex. And he decided to text me from a block number and be like, hey, is this your ex on Barstool? And newsflash, 
it was not my ex on Barstool. He sent me a video. And mind you, he's using like a text-free account. So when you send a video through a text-free account, it comes through like super distorted. So he sends me this distorted, wide, like panned out video that's a recorded private Snapchat story with Barstool, like the podcast running in the background. And it's a video of him putting on strawberry lip gloss at a bar. First of all, the entire state was quarantined at the time. So why the fuck were you out at a bar? Second of all, it is two in the morning. Third of all, you have been blocked for a year. Why are you reaching out to me? And why do you think that I'm stupid enough to think that it's not you? And like, like what? What? Who are you? So that's that. Those are my rants for this week. Like, don't text me and tell me not to post about you on social media when you know me. Like, you know me so well, or like, I thought that you knew me well. Clearly, you don't. All that it has proved to me is that, like, my exes, like, I thought that they knew me, and I thought that they were like, oh my God, they saw my worth, and like, they loved me so much. Newsflash, they didn't. Cause if they fucking knew me, they would know that, like, texting me and telling me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Like you literally should know that if you want me to do something for you, you should actually tell me to do the opposite. You should have texted me and said, keep posting about me on social media. I like it. It makes me feel so good. I'm getting clout for this. Not like stop texting me and stop posting about me on social media and do not respond to this text message. Are you kidding? I know you. Like, I know you. Was that supposed to be intimidating? Am I supposed to be scared of you? Like, threaten me with, like, my dad's not going to want to be your friend anymore. Like, don't tell me, like, like, come on. Like, and also your dad probably thinks my TikToks are funny. Can you, like, relax? Like, Literally. So (laughs) that's that. As for my high school ex, literally, you're blocked. So stop. Please. It's like bordering on like harassment. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. Like, that's literally what it is. Like, your number has been blocked. On top of that, I blocked multiple numbers over the summer that you made, and you're still coming for me. Like, bro, relax. Like, I know that I'm great and, like, whatever, but, like, what, like, what do you, men, dude, fucking men. Not even men, fucking boys. These boys, dude. And, like, I'm dating a boy, a 23-year-old boy, and, like, he's not much better. And, like, no cap, like, I don't know. Like, they're just not, they're not wired right, ladies. Like, they're just not. And, like, I don't know how to help them. And honestly, like, I took it upon myself to, like, weasel my way in. Not even weasel. That sounds so sketchy. Like, no. Like, I just befriended a fraternity. And I genuinely just want to see them thrive, like, socially with women. But I watch them, like, sleep with a girl, ghost her awkwardly, or, like, go to a date party with my friend as friends and then ghost her awkwardly and, like, befriend her best friend. Like, you guys are being assholes. Like, because you don't know how to, like, socially navigate. Like, 
I don't know. Like maybe like moms need to start like sitting their sons down before they go to college and be like, this is how you respect women. And this is how you talk to a girl. And this is how you like, you know, you're not an asshole, but I don't know if that would even work because like they just don't give a fuck. And maybe it's time for us ladies to stop giving a fuck. Like to be totally honest with you, my ex texted me about posting about him on social media and that it makes him really uncomfortable. And, you know, if we were like cool, like we were on good terms, you know, if I didn't text you for the last two months, like every day crying, telling you that like, I felt so bad for what happened and that like, I had so much guilt for moving on. And like, I was like, just wanted to be friends with you again. And I just wanted things to be back to normal. Like, and you just ignored me. And then you fucking go to a bar and you like nuzzle some bitch in front of me. And like you make SoundCloud mix tracks of songs that you played me when we broke up and you title the mix track Sad Hours and you put it together with movies that I love. What do you think is going to happen? Like you thought that I was just going to do nothing? You don't even know me if you really thought that. Like you knew that you were dating a crazy person. And that's not to say that like I'm in the wrong because I'm crazy. Like you made me this way. Like had we broken up and you had just like been normal and had like a clean break and not told me that like you broke up with me because you couldn't date anyone that it had nothing to do with me and not told me that like you could separate out our friendship from our relationship and we could still be friends but you still wanted to get sloppy toppy like dude you created this mess and the only way that I would stop posting about you on social media is if you were nice to me. Literally, if you were actually smart, if you like, this is a advice for dudes. If you're listening, dudes, listen up. If your ex-girlfriend is posting about you on fucking TikTok and she's bashing the fuck out of you on her Finsta or wherever the fuck so-and-so claims to be getting my social media posts about him, like, Twitter, whatever, wherever you're subbing your ex, if you want her to stop subbing you, if you want her to let it go, just be fucking nice to her. Like, I'm not saying, like, tell her that you love her and, like, text her every day. Just be nice. Like, just be courteous. Just live up to your word of like, I don't want things to be weird when we see each other. And like, I don't want us to act like we're strangers. Like, don't be fake as fuck. Like if you weren't fake as fuck and you weren't a fucking fraud, then like we wouldn't be having this problem. It's actually so funny because so on my text, obviously that I posted on TikTok, my 100,000 view TikTok, I like have such a big head. My mom asked me yesterday morning, like, how does it feel to be famous, Alexis? Like, thank you, Anne. It feels great to be famous. I just, you know, all of my fans. No, I'm totally kidding. But anyway, so my ex-boyfriend's name in my phone is Chiz because he 
calls himself that. He calls himself like the cheese man, like because of like some lacrosse thing in high school. I don't really know. He thinks that's like a good name, Chiz. So like that's his name on my phone. So when he texted me, I screenshotted it, posted on TikTok, whatever. And all these girls are like, oh my God, are you going to ignore the fact that his name is Chiz? Like they literally think that is his name. So I Googled actually what Chiz means. So Chiz means a fraud or deception or an inconvenience or annoyance. It's also an exclamation. An exclamation expressing deception or inconvenience. A waiter slopping a bowl of soup down on the table will say chiz. Like, okay. <laughs> it's the irony here is like brutal. And I just, I don't know why he's setting himself up like this. And I feel bad for him to be totally honest. And so I know that I said this podcast was like for the girls and like for everyone. But to be honest with you, the more I've thought about it and the more I've been like, okay, like who is this really for? Yes. Under 25 year old women, I'm here for you. I got all the advice, all the knowledge, all of the shit that I wish somebody would have told me when I was like 16. I have all of this brain, brain stuff. This, what is it? Like, uh, you know, like brain matter, knowledge, neurons, synaptic cleft. I don't know. I'm not a neuroscience major. I'm a psych major. I don't know that much about the brain, but I do. Anyway, so it's for my under 25-year-old girls out there needing some advice, needing to feel not so fucking alone in my nonsense. Also, it's for the boys. Like, hello, boys. Hello, broskies, brethren, fraternal brothers. I'm here to tell you how to stop being such a fuck. Like, just stop. Like, just stop. Like, I love you. I care about you. I want you guys to thrive. You have the power to continue on the generations. Like you are going to be dads one day. I would rather you like not be fucking blowhards because like the karma that you're creating for like when you have children, like if anyone thinks that your karma comes back for you in like your present life, you're insane. Like I've caused a lot of destruction. Don't get me wrong. My energy is very chaotic, but like, I'm not going to reap that problem. Like my daughter is like, she's going to get the backlash of my fucking shit. Just like I got the backlash of my mom's shit. It's generational. So whatever. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. When you're treating these girls like crap, when you are leaving her on red, when you are telling your friends that she's crazy, when you are ghosting her, when you are literally not having the common decency to just say like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. God, see, look, you guys have me so worked up. I'm going to throw up. Hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. Or hey, I had a really good time, but like this just isn't the vibe. Or hey, like can we just be friends? Like, yes, there are gonna be girls that are gonna be butthurt. They're gonna be pissed. They might fucking leave you on red. They might tell you to go fuck yourself, go fuck your way up a tree. Like, duh, of course we're going to say that to you. But like, you're a bro. Like, put on your big boy panties and fucking take it like a man, like, which is whatever, like toxic masculinity. Boys have feelings too. But like, 
you clearly don't have any feelings if you're going to completely disregard other girls. And that's not to say that all guys are doing it. There's obviously like guys with good intentions, but like to be totally honest with you, before me and my ex started dating, I thought that he was a fuck. I was like, he is such a little twerp and like, fuck, like I'm not sleeping with him. I'm not giving him the time of day. Like we can be like friends, but honestly, I still think that he's kind of a tool. And then like, of course I got bored and I slept with him and I dated him for seven months, but like, that is not the point. I mean, it kind of is, but literally he turned out to be like the nicest guy and like the most genuine I thought at the time. I was still a little, the jury's still out on if that was all real or not. But either way, after the fact, when we actually communicated and we actually talked to each other and we stopped basing everything off of like interactions that we had, like staring across beer pong tables at each other and like shooting each other looks and interpreting those looks in our brain and, you know, like what the fuck do we think that we're psychic? Like talk, you weirdos. After we actually, you know, talked, conversed, communicated, we realized that like our image, like the way that we perceived each other was not reality because he saw me as this like hardo biker chick like billy badass like what the fuck is up kyle like uh, like that's so not me i mean yes like i'm definitely confident and like a little bit like abrasive but i don't really talk all that much and when I do talk, like, yes, it's probably something bitchy, but I'm not intending it to be bitchy. And deep down, like, I'm actually so soft. Not even that deep down. Like, just, like, a little bit beneath, like, you know, my rough exterior. You, like, apply a little bit of, like, Vaseline to my arms, and all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. It's the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like, yeah, that's me. I, like, literally will cry at anything. Like, my feelings get hurt so easily. But... That's, like, not the point. I don't even know what the point is, but, like, I perceived my ex as a twerp, and then he communicated, and he turned out to be a simp, and even though he turned out to be a simp, like, he still blindsided me with a breakup after I took care of him for 72 hours when he had literal shit running down his fucking back like a newborn baby. I bathed him. I laid in said shit bed with him. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Like, I'm so sick of boys unfollowing me on Instagram or like my ex thinking that he can even fucking text me and tell me to stop posting about him after what he put me through. Like, yes, the last six months happened. Like, yes, we've been broken up since November. It is April. Like, I'm well over it. I don't have like lingering feelings. I'm not still obsessed with him. Like, I have a new boyfriend and he's great. But I'm still mad and I'm still allowed to be mad because it was fucking rude. Like you broke up with me on the 13 year anniversary of my uncle's death after I took care of you for 72 hours while your parents were in an airplane to come to Ann Arbor for Thanksgiving to host me because I was not going home because I was spending Thanksgiving with your family. So you broke up with me two days before Thanksgiving and left me stranded. Then my mom dropped $700 on a flight. I went home. I was a wreck. You told me not to fucking talk to you. Like, I didn't know how to function because I literally was living at your house. 
And like, I didn't have any friends because you told me that you hated all of my friends. So I cut them off. So like, I had no support system except for like my two friends who now like are my best friends in the entire world. I love you so much, Allie and Hannah. But seriously, like you did me so dirty. So don't even come at me. I do not care about how comfortable you are because it made me extremely uncomfortable when you literally roundhouse kicked me in the fucking face like Bruce Lee. Thank you. Rant over. All right, ladies, let's reel it back in. So like I said, this podcast did start to be like about positivity and like not being afraid, but like by doing that, by like censoring myself and being like, no, like I don't want to talk about that. Like I was fucking myself, right? Like I was literally fucking myself and I was fucking everybody else out of like the true reality of the situation while we're living in quarantine, that our exes are coming out of the fucking woodwork. They're fucking with us. They think that it's okay. And like the audacity that men have, stop texting your ex, dude. And like, if you're, well, actually- I don't know because I have seen girls on Twitter going off about like how rude of the every boy that's ever talked to me not to text me to see how I'm doing in quarantine. I think that it's fair if you want to check in with how they're doing. So like if you want to send your ex a text, which like I can say like I did when the Big Booty Remix came out, I was listening to it and there was like a good like four clips of songs or like whatever that like I was like, oh my God, like these are his jams. Like he's going to be fucking so lit when he hears these. Mind you, I'm blocked everywhere, so I had to, like, go on my Finsta, open the big booty mix, like, live, send it to him through my Finsta, and be like, hey, I know this is weird, but you're really gonna like, like, this couple minutes of the mix, and I hope your family's doing okay, because, like, his family is high risk, like, his dad did have, like, surgery right before we broke up, like, and so I, like, have had a lot of anxiety worrying about them, because, like, you know, like I said, deep down, I am soft. Like, I love his family so much to this day. Like, I just want to, like, hug his dad and be his best friend. But whatever. So I sent, like, that nice text. And he's like, thanks. You too. Like, all right, bro. Cool. You haven't texted me back in, like, months after I've, like, poured my soul out to you with, like, guilt and shame and sadness. And you made out with a girl in front of me at the bar and you retweeted her shit on Twitter and you followed her on SoundCloud, even though she doesn't follow you back, T. But I'm fine. I'm fine. And like, thanks you too. Like, yeah, you know what? I don't have an immunocompromised three-year-old brother that I'm like worried might get coronavirus and die. I don't have like, you know, a grandpa with 20% lung functioning because he has ALS and might like, you know, get coronavirus and die. I like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you too. That was enough for me. That made me feel good. Whatever. I was like, okay, fine. Like, let's just, let's just like let it go. Have some closure. And like, mind you, a couple days after that, like his best friend posted like a video of him dancing to the song. And it was like, kind of like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? Like, I don't even know this man anymore. Like, since when are you so like artsy alternative? Like, I don't even know. It just seemed like he was kind of having like a psychological break. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, might as well make a joke about it on TikTok. So I did. And maybe that's what he meant by acting completely out of line. But like, is it really that out of line? Because like, you're the one who let your best friend post the video. And like, everybody was concerned about if you were okay. They all commented like, hey, is he good? So like... 
It wasn't just me. Don't be a hater, dude. Anyway, that all happened. And like, mind you, I'm still blocked everywhere. Like texting him and telling him like, oh my God, are you okay? Did not get me unblocked. Like it just, it, it didn't. And that's fine, I guess. I mean, kind of rude, but whatever. Like I'm the toxic one in this situation. I get it. Whatever. But like, you're going to have to get over it. Cause like newsflash, I'm probably reaffiliating with my sorority and like our sororities and fraternities are now like tailgating partners. And that's for the whole year, baby. Even if they cancel football, there's still spring. They're still tailgating in the spring. There's Winterfest. There's St. Freddy's. So like, honey, we're going to have to get past this because we're going to see each other unless you're never coming to your frat again. And like, you're just going to let me like run shit. Like I doubt it. I doubt that that's how you want to spend senior year. So we're going to need to get over this nonsense. But for you to text me the audacity to tell me, stop posting. You're out of line. It stops now. Don't respond to this text. I just, let's have a moment of silence for the brain cells that you lost when you sent that text, thinking that it was going to accomplish anything except for making me more mad. And like, look, now you got a fucking 25 minute podcast rant about you. And you've now made it so that I realized that like girls need me. They need me to go off. They need me to fucking give them this energy. This energy of like, I am not taking shit from men. They are not the boss of me. And maybe that is because like I was raised by a strong woman and a single mom. And maybe that like made me have like a problem with male authority figures. But like, you're not my fucking boss. You're literally, you're literally 20 years old. You're literally 20. I'm 21. I'm one whole year older than you. Don't even talk to me. Do not talk to me like that. You didn't talk to me like that when we were dating. The only time you talked to me like that when we were dating was when we were in the bed. And guess what? That was a bit. So we like you, you're not the boss of me. So stop acting like it. And then you get flamed on TikTok. And then not only do you get flamed on TikTok, but I go viral with that video. And then I realize that this podcast needs to be to educate women and men on how to fucking not be fucks to each other. So in conclusion, don't text your ex during quarantine unless it's to check in on them and say, hey, baby, not baby. Do not say baby. I take that back. Be like, hey, girl or boy. Hey, homie. Hope you're doing okay. This is a really uncomfortable time for all of us. Hope that, you know, you're getting through it. That's it. If you really want to text your ex, that is all you should be saying. Hope you're doing okay. Hope you're not dying. Hope your family's doing okay. The end. That's it. That's it. That's it. I literally cannot emphasize enough that this podcast is for everyone under the age of 25 who wants to not be a fuck to each other. But that is all I have for you today. So thank you for listening. This has been Literally Lex. Don't forget to follow, comment, subscribe. I don't know. Send in your little voice things through Anchor if you want to do that. Text me about coming on the show if you want to do that. Just take care of yourselves. Just keep vibing. We're all getting through it together. I'm going to drop a song below, and by below I mean after I finish talking. 
for y'all to listen to. Just kind of a vibe right now. It's called Shade by Fish. If you're into jam bands, this is for you. Again, this has been Literally Lex, the podcast for everyone under 25 who doesn't want to be a fuck to each other. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Asleep inside a fantasy. I love your hair in the mornings, you know. You love to run wild and let the main flow. And you run away, but we meet again soon. South of the border and over the moon.